Welcome to The Trauma Room, a podcast that triggers. We will discuss all things traumatic here, mental health disorders, movies, TV shows, love, life, etc. Will the topics trigger some? Of course they will, but to get past the trauma, you will have to get to the room. Thanks for listening. What's up, guys? So, thanks for tuning into another episode. So, this episode will be talking about a controversial topic that some people don't believe exists at all, and others believe exists to an extent that maybe they put too much cloud on. So, this episode is about soul ties. So, what is a soul tie? A soul tie is a spiritual connection between two people. In most cases, it is an extension after two people have been physically intimate, or in other cases, it is formed after an intense, close spiritual or emotional relationship. Some common examples of soul ties are when people have sex with each other, some other examples that people don't talk about a lot because people focus on like you get soul ties from sex which can be true but also you can get soul ties just being connected to someone intensely through emotion so in my case my soul tie with the person I have is from a former relationship and it's because the person had such a strong role and influence on my life such a long time that it's deeply rooted inside emotional connection with that person and it's deeply rooted in a bond like that especially because like truthfully I I never had sex with that person (laughs) so it's not like oh you get soul ties from just having sex with random people or just sex in general it can come from being emotionally bonded in an intimate way emotionally and soul ties usually are experienced after the end of the relationship and they will affect you and can affect you many years after the relationship has ended and it's just really a really strong emotional bond where It allows people to still have influence or manipulate you, even if they are unaware. And it can also sabotage your future relationships. So they are very unhealthy. It might include, when you think about soul ties, obsessing about the person or particularly thinking about them, dreaming about them, or waking up thinking about them regularly, or imagining hearing that person's voice in your head. The symptoms of a soul tie sometimes may impact your current relationships, even to the point where you're, you're tied to that person, but you're, you're tied to the person you have a soul tie with. And you think about them during times where you're supposed to be thinking about your, your current partner or the person you're with. Some signs of you having an emotional attachment with someone is when you are physically, emotionally, and or spiritually abused by this person, but you feel so strongly attached to them that you refuse to cut off any connection or set boundaries with them. Another sign is you have a you have left the relationship maybe even a while ago, but you think about the person like you can't get them out of your head. 
whenever you do anything, whenever you try to make a decision or have a conversation with someone, you feel like the person is wolf you or watching you. When you possibly have sex with someone, you visualize the person you have a soul type of. You can take on their negative traits and you can also defend staying in your relationship with them to the point where you don't listen to people telling you to get out. You can also have, which this one struck me hard, you can have uh, the same experiences and moods as a person that you have a soul tie with. This can, can include if they're sick, you're sick. If they've been in an accident, you can feel it and other things. So I would definitely say, like, personally, with the soul tie I have, like I was saying, it's very emotional and it's very also attached to traumatic bonding, which I talked about in a last episode. I would definitely say that it it's deeply rooted in a time where this person is a narc, but at the time I felt like I literally could not depend on anyone else besides them. And that was to a point kind of true. It was a point where my family, I didn't have any family because they had turned against me. I didn't have any mom or dad because the people that were my mom and dad passed away. And it was basically a time where my life was just a Madeir movie constantly. <laughs> and so when they came into my life, it was a time where I'm going to be honest, I, I did feel like I probably did need saving or that. I needed someone to actually care about me. So I will say emotionally, they were there for me. I believe the point where it just took a negative turn is because they were grappling with becoming a narcissist and they didn't realize like how their influence affected me. But having a soul tie in general is like super depressing and sad and just it's not good on your soul, but having it with a narcissist is even worse because they just gaslight you and set you up for so many failures that it also makes your soul tie feel crazy. I would definitely say like soul ties are so real to me. Like this person, like especially like dating them for however long I dated them and then them just being in my life for however long and they would at the time they would absolutely say the same thing like you can literally feel the person's spirit wolf you and it's not like you're being crazy or like you're believing it like you really can like when I was reading like information about it and especially like the parts that go into like you can feel like what they're feeling have you ever had anyone that you know just be like you know, I sensed you were in danger or I felt like you were in danger. Like that's real. Like spiritual bonding with someone else is truly real. And you can, you can connect to them on a level that's, that's different than a physical level. It's, I believe it's like on a higher plane of existence because your soul is connected to that person. And I remember times where they would call me and I haven't spoke to them in like two years and they'll be like, this is going on in your life. And this was a time before Facebook or Instagram. So it wasn't like 
they could go on Facebook or Instagram and like see I'm I'm typing I'm feel bad. So there was, and we didn't have any mutual friends in common or anyone to feed them like information about me. So it literally was them, their spirit, like combined with mine on some level that was telling them like something is going on with me. Maybe you need to reach out. And it would definitely be the same for me as well. Like it's eerie because I could feel like what was going on in their life, even if we hadn't talked for about two years, or especially if we were like, to not together, but just in talking terms. I would definitely say like with my experience with it, once like the narcissistic abuse in person was like totally out of my life, the soul tie did feel less, but it was still there. Like, even to this day, sometimes we could be doing the same thing at the same time. And the only reason I would know is because a person would point it out to me or I would find out. Like, one example is I could be reading this book and then I find out that this other person is reading the same book at the same exact time or talking about the same kind of topics. It's like it's kind of like intrinsic in kind of some way. And it's it's eerie because like even if you don't talk to that person anymore, your souls are still tied and you still have some some type of connection with them. And it's 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 just really eerie because you would think like someone that you have like a soul type wolf like would be in your life or you'd be friends wolf or would be you know you'd be cool wolf but in most cases it's a person that you you can't ever talk to especially if you have a soul type with a narcissistic person it's a person where you won't be able to even talk to them because they are just in a point where they they won't allow it or they won't they won't understand it's not this way, you know? Especially with narcissistic people, they definitely have like soul ties with people and their ability to control people will cause this much confusion and compliance. And also just thinking like about that, they just take everything to the extreme and... Even if you try to be nice to them, they will throw it in your face. So how long does it take, like, to break a soul tie? It just depends, honestly. Like, it depends on the person. It depends on the person you had it with. It depends on how long your relationship was with them. It depends on a lot of different factors. Some people say that you can't get away from from a soul tie with like a narcissist and I don't agree with that but I do agree with that it might it might take you a lifetime so even though I say I don't agree with it if it does take you a lifetime then that is forever so 
I would definitely say in my case, like I still struggle with it. Um, just having a soul tie with someone that is a narcissist because you want to go like in your head and think like, was this all real? Was this fake? And it's not fake. It actually happened. And like to, like I said, to this day, like we do, we do things in common and some might be like, well, you all dated, so you all have stuff in common. But the stuff that like happens now is stuff that we, like I've never talked to them about. I don't put on social media. I don't, you know, talk about like the thing where it happened where we were reading the same book. I did not put anywhere on social media that I was reading this book. I didn't tell, but two people I was reading this particular book and those two people don't talk to this person. And then like, I would say maybe a week or so after, like I was reading the book, one of my friends found out like, Hey, guess what? This person is reading the book and they were able to decipher, like they're reading it at the same time. And even put like why the reasons they were reading it were similar to the reasons why I was reading the same book. And I don't believe that's coincidence. I believe at that time, people people have places in your heart and you, you can't get rid of people having places in your heart. They can, you know, be like at the forefront of your heart or they can be in the back. But they they have a place in your heart, even if you don't want them to. And I feel like in soul tie cases that that they do. And I will go back to my statement saying I don't agree that it will like it will be affect you a lifetime. I feel like you can not necessarily get rid of soul ties, but not let them affect you as much. But Here's some examples on how to quote unquote break a soul tie. So one is to acknowledge it's there. So much like anyone that has a obsession or a addiction, the first step is acknowledging you have a problem. And on your end, you have to be the one to acknowledge it. You can't talk to a narcissistic person and be like, hey, let's talk about the soul tie we have together because that's not going to work. Maybe it would when you were in a relationship. An example of that is when they they would say like, you don't know how much power you have over me. And I would be like, that seems like love bombing. But I feel like it was love bombing and it was like some truth to that. Like accidental power through a soul tie that I'm not trying to have. It just happened due to the intense nature of it. And I mean, it was definitely intense because it's, it created PTSD as well. But the first step is to acknowledge that you have a soul type of someone. The next step after that is deciding, are you going to do something about it? And that takes many forms. I would definitely say like, if you feel like you have a soul type of someone this is a type of thing you talk to with a psychologist, psychiatrist, or a therapist of some kind. 
I mean, you can go around in circles talking about it to that person, but especially if they're a narc, it's not going to go anywhere. They're probably just going to think you're obsessed with them. And that's definitely not a good a good thing. So you could talk to your friends about it, but that's not going to help as well. This is like a actual real traumatic issue where you do need counseling for it. And I do suggest counseling if you do have a soul tie with someone. And for particular troubling, like soul ties, meaning that those, like you've tried to get rid of it before, definitely you need further action. And so that may just be learning, like, what are the triggers to bring it up or how not to think about it as much. I will say, like, the initial part after, like, you recognize a soul tie, especially if, like, you recognize it in a relationship, is the hardest part because it's like, you know this is not good for you. You know that having a soul tie with someone is it's not a good thing, but there's nothing like at the moment you can do and you do love the person, but it's, it's, it's a traumatic bond. And so as long as you're like focused on that soul tie, after y'all break up, the next person you date, it, it may not work out because you're still so bonded to that person. You can't even focus on the future. It's all about what happened in the past with that person. The next step on how to quote unquote break a soul tie is forgiveness. And this is the most difficult step because you may not feel like you're able to forgive yourself. And that's the thing like I want to like reach home. Like forget about forgiving that person, especially in what I'm talking about when you have a soul tie with an abusive narcissistic person totally forget about forgiving them because it's not about forgiving them especially because if you forgive a narc or tell them you forgive them they will say I don't understand what you're forgiving me for I don't know what you're talking about it's like they don't even know they ever did anything to you they will remember like oh I know why you should be apologizing to me but like why should you be forgiving me for something so it's about not keeping a mental log of like your transgressions against them or your transgressions against yourself, but actually being like, okay, this happened and I forgive me. I forgive me because at the end of the day, you just didn't know and you, you can't harbor feelings of regret towards yourself. So the person you need to forgive most is yourself, not the narcissistic person, but yourself. And the last step is, especially if you're not in a relationship anymore, to get rid of everything that reminds you of them. Anything that can physically make you remember them, think of them, symbolizes them, if you can, I mean, if you all have kids together, that's not really an option. If you have a, a house that you live in and they don't live in anymore, that may not be an option to just sell it or to like leave. But you have to realize those are also triggers and how to ground yourself and how to recognize like 
hey, I'm going into a soul tie episode. This is not good. This is what I need to do to be released from that. So the example I give I gave before was like Tina Turner still struggles with PTSD because of Ike. She definitely has a soul tie and a traumatic bond, definitely due to physical abuse that we all know about. And that man is is deceased, but it's still there because it's inside of you. And it's something that, you know, you can struggle with your whole life, but it's something where even if you do struggle with your own, if you do struggle with it your whole life, it's something that you can make sure doesn't consume you or doesn't, doesn't become your life. And so that's it as well. Like soul ties go hand in hand with traumatic bonding and they're definitely real. They're very intrinsic and they're very like scary because I sometimes feel like there's someone out there that may know me more than I know myself, which saying that you may be like, this girl is still being gaslit or this girl something is still wrong with her. And I don't mean like when I say know me more than I know myself, I don't mean like I don't know myself, but I mean, besides me, this person that I have a soul tie with truly may know me on such a level that other people won't ever know me. And, and that's sad because, you know, you have other relationships or even get married to people and it's this person out there that I don't want to say has a part of you, but they kind of do. They kind of have a part of you and you have a part of them. I don't want to say like the cliche, it is what it is because like <laughs> it's just unhealthy. But I feel like once again, you just have to realize like, okay, you have a soul type of this person that's the first step. Then just forgive yourself. Then just realize that, you know, maybe you do need help or counseling about it because it is a serious matter that can affect you and affect, you know, your relationships down the line. I definitely say currently, like, do I still have a soul type with this person? Yeah, but it's not where it used to be. Like, I don't think about them every day. I don't obsess about them. I don't feel that necessarily close to them. I feel like we may be doing some of the same things at the same time, but I don't I don't necessarily feel it anymore. I may become aware of it through outside sources, but I don't like wake up like, oh, they're doing this, I'm doing this, or oh, they're reading this book, I'm reading that book. Like, it doesn't happen that way anymore. I, so I do believe, like, as as you grow older, the soul tie you have with someone gets less and less to a point where it's still there, but it won't be as scary. And then you won't think about it as much. But it is just a sad thing to think, like, someone has, like, this not that is like your essence and they just walk around with it. They don't necessarily do anything about it now, but when you were in a relationship with them or a psychological narcissistic abusive cycle, 
they would definitely manipulate the soul fact the soul tie factor. But I'm just thankful that, you know, I am aware that soul ties exist and they are real. And I am aware that, you know, it it happens to to the best of us. You know, there's nothing I should be guilty about or nothing I should be like, well, this is this is all my fault. Because it's it's not. If someone has a deep connection with you, you're you're going to have a soul tie with them. And it's not just romantically. You can have emotional soul ties with friends, with other people that you've had traumas with. I'm pretty sure like the people that have been in war together or been in, you know, unfortunately mass shootings or anything traumatic like that, I'm sure they, they have a bond with that person. It's like that moment in time, that person has been like stamped on your heart and it's because something traumatic happened. And so that's, it's okay. It's okay to recognize that it becomes not okay when when you're like, I have a soul tie with this person and I must be with them or I, you obsess about them every day or you you can't function. That's when it becomes unhealthy, when you can't function because you have a soul tie with someone. And I've been on that end of the spectrum too, where it was just like, I have a soul tie with this person. This person is my soulmate and I just have to be with them. I I have to be with them or else I'm going to, you know, die. And that almost happened. That that almost happened. My body shut down because it was like this is too much trauma. I'm going away now. <laughs> or my body was just like in order to get rid of this soul tie, you have to get rid of everything that comes with this soul tie, which is even yourself. And so that's that's a hard place to be. And it was it was a hard place for her for a while, truthfully. But I would definitely say God definitely brought me out of that. It was nobody but him. Nobody but him that brought me out of it. So soul ties, man, like I said, they they're just on a whole nother level. And I feel like people who don't believe in them maybe necessarily haven't experienced them yet. Or to be honest, they might be in denial about even experiencing them because they don't want it to have so much power over them. Which I get because soul ties can have power over people. But you have to acknowledge something's wrong. If you, just like with alcoholics, if you don't acknowledge it, it's just going to get worse. With people that gamble, if you don't acknowledge it, it's going to get worse. With people that do drugs, if you don't acknowledge it, it's going to get worse. All of these things get worse if you don't acknowledge it. The first step, acknowledgement, then seek help, forgive yourself, and then move on. And when I say move on, it doesn't mean I'm moving on. This never happened in my life. It never happened. I mean, move on from it in a way where you can still exist, knowing that this was true, this was accurate, this did happen, and I'm not pushing it like it never happened. You can't just be like, oh, by the way, I never was uh, addicted to crack. That wasn't me. Then you're being in denial about your past. You can say, you know, you were addicted to drugs and you were healed from it, 
and you acknowledge it and you you don't you no longer struggle with it. So especially with soul ties, I believe the place of peace is where you acknowledge it and then you realize you get to a point where you no longer struggle with it, which definitely, listen y'all, does not come overnight. It's not going to be an overnight process. It's not going to be you're going to wake up one day and then be like, I don't have the soul tie with such and such. It's not going to be that. It's going to be some cold nights, cold sweats, cold everything. (laughs) This is an example from a movie, but (laughs) so Twilight and just hear me out. So Twilight New Moon, Bella definitely has a soul tie wolf edward to the point where she sees him as a spirit when she's in danger and that i mean twilight yes is a movie but that is like kind of a perfect example of like what i was talking about where they can feel like you're in trouble or sense like you're in danger like yeah that's a movie and it may be like you may feel like that's like extreme, but like that, that really happens. Like people can sense like something is going on with this person. I have to call them or I have to know what's going on or I know what's going on, but I can't do anything because we're in a no contact state. So all this stuff is real guys. Like all this stuff is tied. Like Our bodies, mind, and souls are like all tied and one affects the other. The soul affects the mind, affects the physical. And that's like where even some of our like physical illness comes from is from soul ties. Especially like when you have a soul tie and it's wolf someone where it's just so powerful and so strong that it's it's just crazy like one example of that is where the symptoms of a soul tie would be pain or tension in your body maybe attachments of you carrying soul fragments of another person that is alive for example possibly an ex a ex who abused you, broke your heart, or a schoolmate who's bullying you and now is inside still torturing you. Like that's like that's deep. That is um it's it's deep. It's it's crazy. So all this stuff is tied. It's all wrapped wrapped together. And so you have to get to the root cause. You have to just get to the root the root of it and be honest with yourself so first step acknowledge you have a soul tie once again thanks for listening to the trauma room a podcast that triggers the next patient will be seen shortly